It's lunchtime in Central Texas. Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too. It's time for the press box. What are we having? Uh, just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? I can read. PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Now here's your host, Ward Whites, and Glenn Stretch Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Yes, it is. <laughs> 27th day of February. Can you believe we're winding down in February and it's... 85 degrees outside. Ugh. That's beautiful. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop it, Aaron. I stretch. Right up my alley, brother. When it's, it. when, it's too, when it's too hot for the Viet Cong, that's when I like it the most. <laughs> See, I knew there was something wrong with both of you I guys. I went and walked four miles when I got home yesterday. <laughs> four miles, that's good. Now, you wouldn't do that if it was like normal temperatures? Walk? If it was normal February temperatures, absolutely not. Anything, I don't walk if it's below 65. What do you do, jumping There's something jumps? wrong with you. Yeah, I don't like cold weather. I'm from Texas. God. <laughs> ah. You got to like cold weather. You just have to. No. It's part of the deal. No. You don't like it either? No, I, I really don't. They probably think the same thing about us, but I think people that live way up north where it's always bitterly cold mm-hmm. i think it's oh, I, think I couldn't do it they have issues i'll just put it that way i'm sh- and i and, and i have no doubt and i'll cop to the fact that they could say the same thing they sit down there in 110 they got they got issues something got wrong issues. with y'all <laughs> but i'll take the 110 yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of the 110 at all i'm not a fan of it but i'm not a fan of like 30 below zero either Chili dog just doesn't taste as good in 110 oh weather. Oh, God. Chili dog doesn't taste good at all. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you go. Here, as we uh, roll through the week, big basketball game coming up tonight. Baylor women, well, this afternoon, I should say. Excuse me. 4.30? Yes, 4.30 pregame, 5 o'clock tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. So, we'll have that coming up for you in just a little bit as well. Stretch, uh, anything catch your eye this morning when you jumped up? You know, I, last night I, I actually spent some time, some real time watching uh, the Baylor men. I, the first half was a painful watch, but, uh, you know, they, they get the job done. Little, little surprised that uh, Kansas State – allows West Virginia to come from 25 down to take them to overtime. Uh, they, they they pull out the win. I, you know, Big 12 basketball rolls on. So I'd say that's, you know, that was kind of the an uneventful night uh, last night. It was, That was a bad first half. Baylor TCU was a bad first half of basketball. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big, uh, again, I'd, I'd say I'm not a, the biggest of basketball fans, but that was an ugly half of basketball. I, w- I was, it was frustrating watching that. Uh, I'm on to the NFL combine ward oh, on to the it. NFL combine. <laughs> stop it. 
Yay. Did you see where Sean McVay said, again, he's not going to the Combine? Uh, neither, neither is Mike McCarthy. No. He's not He's not going either. There's, there's several coaches that have said, you know what, I, I'm going to allow my scouting staff, I'm going to allow the player personnel guys to uh, – Give me the reports. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back here and uh, maybe work on winning a playoff game. You know what? I, I'm not sure that's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. And Sean McVay said yesterday, "Hey, look, if I can't put on put on the film and evaluate them, then there's something wrong with me." Mm. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not, and, and and you allow a different set of eyes and ears to go down there and you know do the interviews and do those. You know, watch them, get, get them, again, get them on the hoof. I, 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 I can't stress that enough. What I, what I have find interesting or what I do find interesting, I'm saying, is uh, the Bears have said they're, they're going to they're gonna go through the process of talking to the quarterback. So, uh, you know, I'd like to be in those interviews hearing what they're going to ask Caleb Williams. What are they going to ask Drake May? What are they going to expect to get out of – Jaden Daniels and his football acumen. So I, my gut feeling is the Bears are going to stay Justin Fields. I'm going to make a little prediction right now. I, I don't think they go Caleb Williams. Now, it's going to be interesting to see if they want to trade back. And can you imagine they've got pick one and nine in the, in the, in the first round. Can you imagine if they can trade back a little bit and start gathering momentum? They, they could – they could fix the Bears in a hurry. I'm not one to gamble on football. I'm not a. I don't like betting on the two leggeds. I like betting on the four leggeds. But I tell you what, if you wanted a, if you wanted a little chance to win you some real money, and the Bears don't pick quarterback one, I I, I want to see what the over under number is for wins because I wouldn't be afraid right now to say they're going to gather draft picks and they are going to retool that football team and I like their chances of saying they could make a fast turnaround with what they could do with the picks that they've just the ones that they've put together from trading last year and then possibly trading again this year if they decide to keep Justin Fields. I wouldn't blame him if they kept uh, kept Justin Fields. I I really wouldn't. I mean, I don't think he's done that bad a job. He has he has no weapons around him. He has no offensive line. So what do you expect from the kid? But I mean, you know, you're just you're going to have to build somewhere else besides just saying, okay, we're going to get another superstar quarterback and throw him in here with what we have. It's going to be a fail again. And changing offensive coordinators every year, right? Changing yeah. verbiage, changing the understanding of what is expected. I, and I, again, I don't care if you got, I don't care if it's Joe Namath. I mean, if you don't have good players around him and you don't have a system that's in place, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all for keeping Justin Fields, but. That's what I got out of my last night is headed to the combine. I'm going to be super interested to watch these guys work out, hear from the guys that I'm talking to in Indianapolis, how the interviews are going and, you know, what's impressing them and and being able to, uh, 
you know, being able to kick that around all week. I, I, I told you before, I, I, I like this time of year because I think it's when you start developing real opinions on guys and being able to uh, feel, you know, yeah, you, we've watched the film, and yes, we know who the good players are, but have a real conviction about it and be able to start to develop an opinion as you move into the NFL draft. This is the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. National Day today, Steph? National Strawberry Day. National Strawberry Day. I'm a fan of the strawberry. I like strawberries. Have you ever been to the Strawberry Festival? I have not. Me either. Where is that? Somewhere in Texas. It is? Mm. Well, how about it's that? It's a small town. I can't even remember the name of it right now. But yeah. It's also National Kahlua Day. Kahlua? I think that's a liquor. That for your coffee? Know. Ugh. I think. I don't do coffee. Really? So you don't drink coffee? Not really. Mm. Not really. I drink energy drinks. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Pretty so, much. Yep. I did see something that was <laughs> caught my eye, and it kind of i I don't understand why we have to trick things up so much. But Lay's potato chips. You know they have every kind of flavor of potato chips now, mm-hmm. right? They even do contests. Like yeah, they did one one year during like the Super Bowl or whatever. I think you're leading right. Up. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Stretch, do you like different flavored foods that's <laughs> not really considered the staple of that food? I mean, if I want a potato chip, I want a potato chip, right? Mm-hmm. You do, I mean, you don't, you don't want a barbecue potato chip? That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. A, that's kind All of right. a staple. Sour All cream. Right. Well, that's that's bringing out the Texas in you, which requires a little hot weather to make sure you got right. the right barbecue taste. But yeah, we're putting it all together here. Yeah. No, I, I don't want all the I don't want all the different. Um, I, I'm not a big. Let's try, you know, let's try this. I'm I, I'm a regular potato chip guy, kind of regular Cheetos. I'm about yeah. them. Yeah. Doritos, you know, I'm about them, but no, I'm I don't want all the different flavors. All right, Lay's has come out with the new flavor of their chip, and it's IHOP's Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity <laughs> Potato Chip. That is disgusting. <laughs> We're going to start serving it at games. <laughs> I'm I'm out. That's disgusting. I'm not doing that. I don't even like Who's, IHOP. I don't know. How do you make a, how do you make a, I mean, all they can put on a potato chip really is salt. I don't know how you can make a salt taste Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity Rudy <laughs> Poo Butt. I can't figure it out. I don't know, but I'm not a fan of doing things like that. They, they've tried to trick things up so much and I just, I, I can't do it. I mean, I won't even. If you brought me a bag of that, I wouldn't even try one. I wouldn't either. Really, you wouldn't. You wouldn't just. I mean, if if they gave them to you for free, you wouldn't say, "Let me, let me, let me just taste it." I don't think I would. Aaron I'd would taste one, but I Aaron don't. would. <laughs> like I, I like snack foods in general. Big fan, but I, I just don't. I would try it though. I don't think I would like it. I, I don't think I would like it either. Me either. I really don't. I think maybe they're bad. trying to get the sweet and the salty together. I guess. I mean, it's just like they they came out with the what chicken and waffles chips at one time, and I wouldn't try that either because I just thought it's. I, I I want a potato chip. I want a dadgum potato chip. <laughs> I don't need all that other stuff. Uh, you you you've talked before about liking. Uh, breakfast at dinner. I mean, if you could get you the Rudy Tootie yeah. Fresh and Fruity no, of the Evening, it surprises me. They made it even easier for you. They put oh, it on the breakfast and the chicken and waffles. <laughs> I can eat breakfast any meal of the day, and it's Yuck. very, very uh, good. Yuck.
But I mean, I'm you not. just don't want you just don't want to make it on a potato chip. No, I, got it. I don't I need got, it on a potato chip. That's the silliest thing. It's just I ever like heard. hash browns and fruit. There you go. Hash browns and fruit. Well, you have hash browns sometimes at breakfast or t- if you're having breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And you have fruit, so that's what they're doing. They're putting the potato together with the sweet. No, they're trying to make a pancake flavored <laughs> potato saying. chip. Stop it. It's gross. Stop messing with stuff like that. Exactly. You don't need to do it. If you want a damn pancake, eat a pancake. Keep simple, simple. <laughs> My thing. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. That's Keep the best thing. Keep it simple, thing. stupid. Absolutely. All right. Coming up next, Jeff Wilson will join us. We'll talk a little Rangers baseball as he is in Surprise, Arizona. That's next on the Press Box. Baylor Bear Baseball, all season long with Derek Smith and Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Baseball home again at Baylor Ballpark Wednesday, hosting Abilene Christian. 3.45 for the warm-up show. It's a 4 p.m. first pitch for Baylor Baseball Wednesday. Follow the Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the all-new Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Hundreds of tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, BeltonGunShow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. 
It's the time of year to enjoy life. Stop letting that pain in your joints keep you from doing what you want to do this spring. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. I'm talking lasting joint pain relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Pro athletes have been doing this for decades, but now this life-changing treatment is available for you so you can walk and run and climb stairs play golf play tennis move again pain free qc kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients who have reclaimed their mobility call qc kinetics for a free consultation call 254-415-4100 254-415-4100 qc kinetics 254-415-4100 Zero, zero. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union. Are you looking for a checking account that earns 5% APY, refunds all ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a First Central Credit Union slam dunk. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Joining us now, as promised, from Surprise, Arizona, it is Jeff Wilson from Rangers Today. Jeff, how are we doing? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, I don't want to accuse anybody of false advertising, but I'm back in Texas for the oh, time being. Okay, got a few got a few days at the on the home front. And That's good for you. Back here in a couple. Yeah, well, good for you. So you get to you get to come to the warmer weather here in Texas. <laughs> well, I, I guess. I mean, I listened to the weather forecast today, and it sounds like it's going to be cold tomorrow. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe you brought <laughs> brought that cooler weather with you uh, from Surprise. <laughs> Jeff Wilson with us from Rangers today. And, Jeff, uh, you had the incident where Evan Carter had been hit by a pitch, and there was a lot of worry that that may be something that – that affects him moving forward. Of course, Josh Young already affected in in the left calf strain, but it seems like that he is he's going to be okay, uh, and he uh, kind of showed why he was going to be okay the next game. 
Yeah, he he had a little red red in him, and he he went out and hit a home run off of John Gray in, the, <laughs> in a practice game. And uh, you know, for you know, for somebody who's he's Evan Carter's twenty one years old, and you know, if if we did like a drinking game for how many times he said "gosh" in a conversation, we, we'd all be we'd all be on the floor. I mean, he's such a nice kid. <laughs> but for him to actually say that he was quote pissed. Mm-hmm. After getting hit, you know, it, it put a charge into him. And last year, last year at, at Frisco, uh, he got hit by a, a left-hander right up, right above the wrist, and then he got hit the next week on a pickoff throw. It led to some bad swing mechanics, and he had to he had to go on the the injured list and go to Arizona and get things straightened out. Um, you know, one one thing that that is is being held against him is, is left-handers, but in the minor leagues, they've always come come up and in on him he, he said he's been hit many times by left-handed pitchers so this is just another one and um i'm not saying he's uncomfortable in the box because he said he's not but um i don't know after after seven or eight of those it kind of make me a little bit gun shy i don't know mm-hmm. about you guys yeah jeff they're talking about wyatt langford and his thunderous swings what did you what did you see out of him early in camp and do you think he's got a chance to to, to stick with the big club yeah, I, I really do. I, I, um, I, I think it. You know, I've, I've had some people say it's his job to lose. Had some people say, you know, this guy can really swing it. You know, you look at him and he's, he's put together pretty good, but he's not. He's not like a, a Joey Gallo. You know, the, he, he's five foot eleven, short, short arms, short levers, <laughs> quick swing. Not a lot of holes for an opposing pitcher to find. Uh, so, so that he's got that working for him, but he, he hits it a ton. He, he really does. And, you know, he, he took live batting practice against Josh Spores last week and Spores was just like impressed with, with how hard he, he hit the ball and, um, you know, not, not didn't hit any home runs, but he hit a, a grounder at 105 miles an hour and he hit a line drive over third. That would have been a hit. So, um, for, for a guy who has 161, professional at bats uh and only like 19 of those i think are at triple a uh he's he's really advanced and, and he's got a shot you know these guys are big believers in in the numbers and the numbers say that he has terrific exit velocity uh barrels a lot of balls uh all the things that they really covet all the metrics that the rangers covered he excels in them and then he's he's just such a mature kid too so they don't think it's going to intimidate him the stage. Uh, if he can, if he can show that he's, you know, capable defensively, then then I think he can make the roster. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, is there a person that you think I know it's early, but may take that designated hitter role, or is this going to be a floating situation again? And guys that may get a day off in the field may end up with the DH. Well, I, if if Langford makes the team, he'll get a lot of at bats there. But it, you know, they don't want to, you know, they they had Mitch Garver there throughout the postseason and in the second half a lot. But they they really value the opportunity to be able to give a guy, a, you know, a day off his feet at least with without you know taking his bat out of the lineup. So Adolis Garcia would be a big candidate for that. Corey Seager, once he's healthy, would be a candidate for that. So. Um, they, they definitely want to utilize it for, for those opportunities, but uh, they're also going to get Wyatt Langford at bat. He's, he's not just going to be put on the team and sit. You know, if, mm-hmm. if he's going to be up there, they're going to play him. And, and if DH is where he has to get his bats, and that's where it's going to come. We look at this American League West, and 
you know, some everybody's, you know, everybody's got early ideas. Some people like the Astros, the Rangers. It's kind of one and one A with, with with those two teams. Who else out of the West do you see this year making that step forward and making that surge to challenge the Rangers and the Astros? Well, I mean, the Mariners have been right there the last couple of years. You know, they missed out on the playoffs last year by a game. Um, they ended. They, they were in the playoffs the year before that, and I think the year before that they missed it by a game. So they're they're right there too. Um, I, I I just I'm not going to believe in the Mariners until they actually do it. You know, there's a lot of talk about how great their pitching is and all this stuff, and they have a great player in Julio Rodriguez, no doubt about it. But you know, they they just aren't getting over over the hump, and and until they do, I, I'm not going to buy buy into them. I just it just seems like at some point every season. They they start slow or they collapse in the middle or they they fall short at the end. They something's missing. Now maybe maybe this is the year that that it comes together. But I could see I could see the West having three playoff teams uh, for sure. And and because you know, the Central is probably just going to have the one, the champion, and then you know the East is going to they're going to beat each other up too. So um, I I I could see three if, if if there is a third from the West, it'd be the Mariners, but. You know, I think it's Rangers Astros, like you said, one and one A. Any chance right now, Jeff, that they get it done with Montgomery, or the longer it goes on, the less chance it is. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to throw kind of throw my hands up to this one because I, I I really thought that that I never thought they were out of it. Uh, I, I even um, you know in December when Ken Rosenthal wrote that they were out of it, I didn't buy it then. Uh, you know, Chris Young on the first day of spring training said, you know, this is probably our roster. You know, the TV, the lack of a TV contract next year is a big deal. But, you know, you, you saw what Cody Bellinger signed for. Uh, the outfielder with the Cubs, he signed for 3 and 80, which is $26 million a year. He can opt out after <laughs> either of the first two years. I don't know why you couldn't structure a deal like that for for Langford. Not three and eighty necessarily, but three and three and sixty, three and sixty-four, something like that would be uh, pretty club friendly, especially if he could wiggle out of it after one year. You know, I mean, one year everybody loves one-year deals. So, um, you know, if he goes out, if he let's say they sign him, he has a, a great year, uh, hits the open market again. Okay, great. He he served a purpose for you in getting you to the World Series and hopefully doing it again. But I. I, I think that there still has to be some communication there, especially the longer this goes on. I mean, March is what two days away, and this guy's unsigned. It's time to get into a camp, and if he can find a deal where he's going to be happy, you know, and I think he'd be happiest with the Rangers, do it. Do it for one year, another year, and then and then see what the future holds. But um, he is still out there, like you said, and it, it's crazy that he is. Let me ask you this: the as this unfolds in spring training, how is how is Seager coming along with with, with his rehab and, and 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 knowing that he's rehabbing out there with the team? Yeah, you know we we don't see a lot of him. Um, he, he's which is good, which means he's in the back end treatment or, or, or doing things. But uh, the the two week mark was I think Valentine's Day. He got checked out. Everything went well there. Uh, you know, it's been another. <laughs> another week almost two so uh, you you would hope that that maybe by the end of this month early early next week that he's able to do a little bit more you know he'd be a month out from surgery uh he can start you know doing some 
light baseball activities, you know, throwing a baseball. <laughs> Let's start there. You know, he's got to throw the ball too. Uh, but but maybe maybe then it'll start. But uh, I, I I really I really don't know if he's going to be ready for opening day. And I, you know, it's it's better for him to miss the time now than it is during the regular season. But um, I don't I don't know that they need to rush him back. You know, they, they're going to have enough offense. Uh, Ezekiel Duran showed that he can play shortstop pretty well last year when Seager was hurt the first time. So uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't rush him back, but you know there there's there's always a chance that he could be there for the for the opener. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And, and Jeff, do they have the closer in mind in the bullpen, or is this a work in progress? I've heard that it may be David Robertson's job to take that closing role, but. I don't know if – I mean, it, do you hear anything else that there's a guy that they really have targeted to take that position? Uh, they, they ha- they're playing kind of coy on it. Uh, they, they they know they have some options. You know, and, and Robertson is, is one of them. Jose LeClerc is one of them. Kirby Yates and, and even Josh Ford, I would guess, the way he pitched in the World Series and the, the postseason would be a candidate. But uh, I, I think it'll be LeClerc or Robertson. You know, Robertson has – the most experienced closing. He has 175 saves um, in his career. He's, he's been an all-star. He's, he's uh, he, you know, he, he pitched uh, early in his career with Mariano Rivera. So uh, has, has a, a, a great wealth of knowledge, um, but you got to get the game to the ninth inning. And then, you know, those outs in the seventh and eighth are, are, are as important as, as the outs in the ninth in, in a lot of cases. So I'm not sure. The, the good news is that neither one of them, is like campaigning for the job. You know, they're happy to do whatever the team wants, which is kind of the selflessness that that got the Rangers to to October in the first place. So um, I, I I don't know. I I really don't have a feel for it. And Robertson, Robertson's on his own throwing schedule. So he's kind of behind. He hasn't really ratcheted up any, I mean, he'll catch up and be fine, but uh, it's been hard to, to, to pin him down and, and, and see what he's got. But you go just on track record he's clearly a candidate and 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 i'm guessing at some point is going to have a lot of save opportunities leody Tavares, you know last year to me yeah and i understand baseball is you know guys get hot and then then they don't play at that level (laughs) it's hard to play at that level do you see leody kind of working on being a more consistent and, 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 and accepting that role of being that everyday center fielder? Yeah, he, you know, he's, uh, everybody talks, you know, talks about him like he, you know, the people who want Wyatt Langford and left and Evan Carter and center. Heck, like Leody Tavares is some over the hill guy. He's 25 years old. I mean, he's really young. He's been in the organization forever. Yeah, but he's, he's still a, a young player. <laughs> he, um, had his best year last year. He didn't get sent down in the minors, which is good. He's a switch hitter, which adds a, adds a wrinkle and adds a little more work. He's trying to get better uh, with, with his right-handed at bats. But defensively, this guy's great, you know. And, and you look at you look at the, the Rangers' outfield defense in the postseason. It's one of the reasons why they why they won the World Series. And and Leody's a, a, a heck of a heck of a defensive player. He's got sneaky power. He's really fast. Great arm. He's, he, you know, he's got everything you want in a major league center fielder, and, and Bruce Bochy kind of gave him like a ringing endorsement here recently, and said, "Now Leody's our center fielder. He doesn't have anything to worry about with Wyatt Langford and Evan Carter." 
Now, Leody still has to produce, but right now it's it's his job, and, and deservedly so. Like I said, this guy this guy's a good player. I think he's the most like underrated player in camp or, or overlooked player. Just Leody's going to help you win some games. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. You know, Jeff, going into last year, we were talking, and it, there was a lot of question marks on this baseball team. It was it was relatively some new faces, a new manager. Really didn't know which direction it was going, but one thing we did know was the bullpen was going to be the biggest question. Is that still the biggest question, even after it's the way it played in the World Series and and throughout the playoffs? Is the bullpen still the question mark of this baseball team? Yeah, it, it's interesting because um, you you would think as bad as it was last year. There's no way they could repeat that. And and the Rangers did go out and address it. And then they've got, like you said, the way they, they pitch in the postseason, they're confident in LeClerc and Spores. They need they need a couple guys to rebound. Um, Rock Burke and Jonathan Hernandez. Uh, you, you know, I don't know what you're going to do with the seventh and eighth spots. It could go to a, a lot of different ways. But the Rangers aren't short on arms. They have really, really good arms. It's it's In some cases, they're young. They haven't. They haven't been proven or tested, and they need to make the the next mental jump, you know, if if you will, to believing that their that their stuff is good, and, and understanding that that hitters are usually going to make you know get themselves out probably seventy five percent of the time. So um, you would you would think though that that the rotation might be the the bigger question mark, even though even though for for the four of the guys who pitched the most in the rotation are back. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's the pitching side. I think the, the rotation's an issue because there's not a lot of depth. You know, you have you have five guys. Let's say Evaldi, Gray, Dunning, Heaney, and, and Cody Bradford, and then who, who's who's next? You know, when 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 a pitcher gets hurt and it's a win, it's not an if. You know, pitchers always get get hurt, whether it's a couple weeks or whether it's a couple months. You're going to need another guy. So who's after that? And that's kind of where the question mark is. So. If I'm if I'm rating the the areas of concern, I'm I'm putting rotation depth number one. I mean, I like the five guys they have, uh, but but after that, and and it always happens, always happens. You gotta you gotta lean on your 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 farm system and your minor leaguers. That's why Jordan Montgomery would look so good right now. You know, go go sign another proven starter just just for the depth factor alone. Right. So I'm 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 going rotation as as the the, the team's number one concern. Well, the other thing, Jeff, out there is, is, is and, and help us a little bit, but in your mind, rank the farm system of the Rangers right now and, and, and tell us kind of where they're at as far as the young guys go. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of the best systems in the game. You know, they're they're ranked as high as third by Baseball America. Um, now, the reason for that is because of Wyatt Langford and, and Evan Carter. And, you know, these, these rankings are based on – on guys who still have rookie eligibility. And as soon as they lose their rookie eligibility, they're no longer prospects. So when that happens with Carter and Langford, the Rangers are going to, are going to tumble through the rankings, but there's a lot of depth there. There's a lot of talent that, that is kind of, for lack of a better word, is disappointed the last couple of seasons. You know, you can, you can look at Jack Leiter who hasn't lived up to the expectations, which were probably unfair, but Jack Leiter, Cole Wynn, Owen White, uh, these are, are three pitchers who, you know, a lot of people thought would be in the majors by now, uh, and they're not. And but they're they're knocking on the door. 
you know, Sebastian Walcott, who's a young kid who's, who's going to play probably high A this season, uh, a top 100 player. Uh, they, they've got Kumar Rocker, who's going to be coming back at some point this season. Uh, Cam Colley, who's from east of, east of Houston, uh, a good little shortstop, middle infielder candidate who can run and play defense. You know, they, they have talent up and down the system. Uh, Dane Acker, who I love, a right-handed pitcher who finished at, at Double A last year. You know, and then look, they're, they're veteran minor leaguers like Davis Wenzel and, and Blaine Krim. So uh, there's a lot of talent in the system. It's a deep system, and that, that's that's what you need. You need depth. So if something's going to hit, or you're going to need to trade some prospects, and, and the Rangers have 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 players who can fill in in the major league level and guys they can trade to get players to fill in. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, Jeff, we talked about Evan Carter a little bit earlier, but for Evan Carter, as good as he was and came on into the scene and, and was a big player in the postseason, and then Wyatt Langford with the expectations coming up for him, maybe making that 40-man roster this year, those two young guys, are they the future of the Texas Rangers? And what's the ceiling for those two guys? Well, I think the ceiling is, is all-star. Uh, I mean, I, you know, you, you listen to what they say about Langford, and, and you know, he's going to be a superstar. And then um, you got you to gotta see it. He's got to do it. Same thing with Evan. Uh, he had the, the, the terrific postseason, like you said. Um they don't. They don't win the World Series without Evan Carter. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be seeing stuff here this year that they've never seen before. You know, they're. I know. I know Evan. Evan probably less so because he was scouted so heavily by the playoff teams, and they they made adjustments to him, and and he seemed to do okay with them. But you know, uh, they're gonna play more than they've ever played. 162 games. They're gonna travel more than they've ever played. Uh, just just a bunch of new stuff that 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 you don't think about when, when you're talking about somebody coming into the major leagues. Now mm-hmm. they, but yeah, they do have star written all over them. They really do just their personalities, uh, their, their character, the maturity, all those things and, and on top of the talent. So they've, they've all got, they, they both have a chance to be really good for a really long time. And the, I think the good news for them is that this team had five, <laughs> five position players who were all stars last year. So they don't have to feel this pressure to come in and, and, and carry the team like they might have if they'd been called up two or three years ago when the Rangers were terrible. Now they're world champs, and, and they have five five bona fide all-stars in their lineup. So um, Carter and Langford don't have to worry about, gosh, i got to get a hit here. And, you know, They can pass it on to the next guy and watch the next guy do it. It, do you think, Jeff, that Janikowski <clears throat> is just that guy that provides the depth? Do you, do you see him kind of being uh, just kind of a role player in that situation? Yeah, for sure. I, you know, every, you, know you, you want to have a good bench you know, if you're a, a team and, and you want to have guys who understand their roles, understand what it takes to prepare and be ready for every game. And you never know, you know, when, when you get Mike get called upon and you look at the world series, I mean, Travis Jankowski got added uh, when Adoles Garcia got hurt. Jankowski comes in in game four and gets two huge hits in his first two at bats, you know, as, as the Rangers kind of ran away from the diamondbacks in that game. And then he, he played well in game five too. So <laughs> you just need guys like that. And, and rookies can't do it. Young players just can't do it because they don't know what it takes to get through a season. 
Jankowski was a was a decent player earlier in his career with the Padres. He got a lot of at bats a couple of those seasons, and um, so he knows what it takes. And and you need guys like that. And that's why they signed Andrew Kisner as, as as the backup catcher. He's been a backup before to Yadier Molina, so he knows what it takes to 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 stay ready and and be you know be ready when called upon. Um, I, I know the rest of the bench is probably looking like Duran and Josh Smith, um, but but Jankowski's just the veteran guy who's who's who, who loves to win, wants to win, and will do anything anything it takes to win, even if that means he only plays once or twice a week. Jeff, I know we talked last week about the crowds that were milling around and the autograph hounds that were at training <laughs> camp and things like that. But when the game started. What were those crowds like for their first-time world champion Texas Rangers? Yeah, it was definitely more crowded than than it had been in previous openers, and, and um, I think I think the, the, the World Series had a lot to do with that. I mean, the the, the people surprised and know the the Royals and they know the Rangers because they've been there now since I think two thousand three, and you know maybe they got a little tired of them, but <laughs> you see a World Series banner getting flown and. And you come on out, but uh, a lot there were a lot of people who who were from Texas who had who had come out. It was you know it, it happened. Uh, you know it was the the week of uh, President's Day was on Monday, so you could take a sh- you could you could cash in f- uh, four vacation days, but get a whole week. And um, you know the, the the crowds were not just the the autograph hounds. They, they, these were some some real Rangers fans who were there and and happy to support the team and fired up for. You know, and for good reason. I mean, this team's the world champs. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box. Hey, Jeff, enjoy your time at home and uh, have a safe trip back out there. We'll catch up with you next week. Yeah, that sounds good, guys. Appreciate you. All right, there he goes. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. Check it out at uh, Rangers today. All you have to do is look it up and uh, you can get a spring training deal right now at Rangers today. The best coverage you're going to find anywhere is by Jeff Wilson in Rangers today. He has that team covered top to bottom, and there's always uh, something interesting uh, on Rangers today. It'll even come right to your inbox on your email so you can open it up and you you never miss a thing. It's happening at training camp and all season long. Rangers today, thanks to Jeff Wilson. Coming up next, she's back. Baylor Bear Softball, all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back home at Getterman Stadium hosting the Baylor Invitational this weekend. Games against Morgan State, a doubleheader Saturday beginning at noon, a single game Sunday at noon for Baylor Bear Softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Hey, when you get that tax refund check, don't blow it. Shop the big trade-in day sales event happening right now with the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. Come on, tax time, car time. And we've got a great selection of brand spanking new Volkswagen Taos, Jetta, Tiguan, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. It's happening right now. Trade-in days at Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. Hey, look, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. 
Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment, offer secure cloud printing, offer follow me print, scan to myself, and cloud as well as X-Media's faxing all to the cloud. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 550 on ESPN Central Texas. Where are they at? Um, I thought they were right here. A lot of truck owners are wondering what happened. This is where I came last time. What happened to them? Some are getting worried. What's your emergency? I can't find them. They're not here. We get it. For 26 years, Pickup Outfitters has been battling truck nudity from our comfy little spot on Lake Air Drive. But we needed more space, and we wanted our customers to have better parking and to be more comfortable. So just like our customers upgrading their truck, we upgraded our location at Pickup Outfitters. Our new location is right there on Waco Drive, just a half mile from our old location, 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. So, if you need a new bed cover, steps, bumper, winch, anything for your truck, come see us at the brand new Pickup Outfitters, 4535 West Waco Drive. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. The most common form of treatment for the arthritic joints is normally cortisone injections and gel shots and over-the-counter medications. And most patients have tried all of that and are still in pain. Every day, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, a QC Kinetics medical director, meets patients who have exhausted every method to get relief. They've been told surgery is their only option. They want to stay away from that path, and they come to us almost as the last hope. So we're using our own body's properties to help manage pain, to help slow arthritis down, keep the patients active with no downtime, and getting back to what they enjoy doing. I mean, I love what I do. QC Kinetics regenerative treatments from our board-certified providers help heal and restore aching joints. No surgery, harmful drugs, or downtime. Call for your free consultation today. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk, a look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. Here we go. Here it is. Famous last words of (laughs) Dak Prescott. (sighs) There's always next year. (laughs) (laughs) How long have we said that? A long time. Mm -hmm. A long time. Maybe this will be the year. Stop it. Wishful thinking. 
Hey, so uh, we are getting ready. You just talked Texas Ranger baseball. Yes, I did. Opening day is March 28th. Mm-hmm. And so I went online and I went to the actual Texas Ranger website. And yes. You can't purchase any tickets for opening day. But, mm-hmm, but you can go to SeatGeek and pay $1,000 for a ticket. Whoa. The lowest I could find was like way up in the nosebleed for $178. So, wow. I know. So that's that's the range from your highs to the lowest. Mm-hmm. And there's not very many seats left. So if you're wanting to go. They're not even on SeatGeek. They're almost sold out too? Almost sold out. Wow. So, that's yeah. That's what happens when you win a World Series, I guess. I guess so. So I started like looking at. I mean, they always sell out opening day anyway. They do. They do. Not this fast. No, but they're they're going quickly. So if you just got a few weeks, so if you're wanting to go, you need to get mm-hmm. your ticket now. That's right. all I'm saying. So I started looking at you fair know, warning, huh? <laughs> fair warning, exactly. Well, you were talking about potato chips. Yes, and I was, and, and you know what? It made me crave potato chips. Thank you very much. You brought it up. <laughs> I know, big dummy. So you know, I like baseball. Mm-hmm. Almost as much as I like football, but I love to go to a baseball game. But back in the day, when you would go to a baseball game, what would you get? A hot dog, popcorns, peanuts, um, what else? Ice cream, possibly. Yeah. A soda. The a little beer. Sunday in the bat and helmet. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going down that road in a minute. But you know, they kept it what we said early, simple, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these days you can go to a ballpark. And you can almost get anything you want. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. So I went through the concession list at the stadium, Globe Life, and mm-hmm. this is what they have. Are you ready? Oh, I've, Beside I've, your, I've, I've seen it. I know. Well, for it, those of you out there who are listening and don't and know. I'm sure there'll be some. Did you find the new foods that they're going to introduce yet? Um, they ha- uh, uh, Some, okay. yes. Okay, all right, just checking. Just Because I know that that list comes out pretty quick. I didn't know if it was already out or so not. This is what I found so far, okay? Uh, the Boomstick Burger. Yes. Okay. It is a two-foot-long beef patty. It's topped with Texas chili, nacho chili, and jalapenos, and crispy onion rings. Now, it can feed four people, so four people can split that. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, that would not be something I would want to eat at a ballpark. I just wouldn't. You can no, get that. No, you'd be miserable. You'd totally. But some people, you know, some people who are foodies like their food. You can you, get that. You, you remember, this is kind of like the, you know what the original boomstick was, the, the hot dog, right? The hot dog, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I took a guy, me and Steve Helms and Bo Phillips, mm-hmm. two Texas artists, I took them to the ballpark. Okay. When the boomstick first came out. And Bo kept bragging, oh, I can have one of those by myself. And like, he couldn't, could he? No, you can't. Uh-uh. No, you uh-uh. can't. No way. Got to about the eighth inning, and he's sitting back there just sweating. Trying green? To, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to finish. He went, I give. I can't do it. Exactly. <laughs> There's no way I could either. But um, you can find the Boomstick Burger in Section 132. So take notes. Okay. If you're going, Section 132, and it's only $34.99. So there you go. Really not that It's really bad. not that bad for four if, people if you're going to split, split it. with four people, but if you're going to try to be a hog and have it yourself, it's probably not I don't even idea. know. Who, who could eat all that? I couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Scott might. He's a foodie. He loves food. Oof. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, next is a brisket croissant. Okay, I'm not a big fan of croissants or brisket, even though I'm from Texas, but 
This is a mm-hmm. smoked brisket that's hand rolled between two layers of buttery croissant dough, and it's topped with sweet baby rays. Think I'm out. Nah, I'm out on that. But you think can I'm f- out. I know, but you can get it for nine ninety nine. I don't know how big it is, but there you go. You can get that in section three, one twenty three, and two thirty. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Corn ribs. It's what is a corn rib? Exactly. I had to look it up. It's a sweet corn on the cob that they split into like finger licking ribs. So they just split it in half so you eat it like you would a rib. Okay. Okay. It's tossed with lime and tahini. And if you don't know what tahini is, it's that spicy, mm-hmm. kind of like a spicy sweet, um, I don't know, herb. Uh, I don't know. Mexicans use it on their margaritas. I mean, I like it. I, I have some at home. Yeah. I know some people that. Put it on everything. I know. They put it on cucumbers and all that. Um, you can get that in section 121 and 230 for $9.99. And here you go. For those of you who like Cheetos, as Stretch was mentioning earlier, you can get a flaming Hot Cheeto Pretzel. Out. That sounds disgusting to me. I don't, I'm don't. i not eating flaming Hot Cheeto by itself. I'm and not, not going <laughs> to eat it crusted <laughs> on a pretzel. On a pretzel. Sure. You can get that for $8.99 in section 233. All right. All right. Some other items on, on the menu there is a pizza dog. It's a hot dog topped with marinara and mozzarella cheese and pepperoni slices. No, thank you. I'm out on that, too. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think that that's, I mean, if I want pizza, I'm going to have pizza. If I want a hot dog, I'm, I'm going to have, have a hot, hot dog. dog, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. The other thing they have is called the PLT sandwich. Okay. It's a vegan mm-hmm. twist sandwich. It's balsamic glaze, portobello mushroom. Topped with lettuce and tomato. You can get that for $14 in section 101. No, thank you. I don't I don't need all that at the ballpark. I'm not going to spend $14 on a mushroom and lettuce and tomato. No, I mean, it's not the, yeah, I mean, I'm I, just not I agree doing with it. the price. I just, I don't, I don't need it to be tricked up that much at the ballpark. That's what I'm saying. Back in the old days, it was just what? Hot dogs, peanuts, and popcorn. Mm-hmm. Simple. Corn dog. I, a, a corn dog, My yes. go-to when I go to a Ranger game is, it is, corn dog? is go to the, get the corn dog first and fries, watch a little bit of the game. I'll usually get a hot dog before I leave, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle innings. Got to have some popcorn and maybe. I like to have the peanuts in the shell. Yeah, Dad loves those. I might eat a couple. But, you know, maybe, maybe if I still have a little room, the nachos. Ugh. And that's that's it. Ugh. I'm not going for our friend Tom Barfield loved nachos at the games. I remember mm-hmm. him talking about it. You know, you get it in that cup and you have that gooey, ooey cheese. No, thank you. No, thank you. Good for uh, you. Uh, yeah, okay. it'll clean you out. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Other things you can find are smoked sausage, bratwurst, of brisket, nachos, which they've had on the menu for right. a while. Yep. yep. A cheese fry bowl, cheese with that's not bad. French fries. Yeah, not my go-to. Cheetos popcorn. Now, that sounds disgusting. No, I'm not doing that. No, popcorn is popcorn. Just leave it simple. Yeah. Of course, kettle corn. You can also get the souvenir helmet nachos, which I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. Brisket mac and cheese. Here you go. A brisket egg roll. No. That doesn't even sound right. No. A brisket egg roll. No. No. I don't need that. The other things you can get, of course, are garlic fries. Yes. Um, Seen those. Of course, the typical peanuts and popcorn and cotton candy, burgers and tots, pizza, chicken tenders. Wednesday, here you go, everybody. If you want to go to a game, Wednesday nights is a dollar hot dog. That's right. That's the night I want to go. But you know, they're not the 
normal hot dogs. No, they're small. They're smaller. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, y'all you're could eat like four or five of them, yeah. them and you're good. It's good. Uh huh. They also have on Sundays is a dollar ice cream. Remember the little Ranger helmets you put ice cream in? Yeah, you but that's get, not that's not the one you get for a dollar. No, you get a small, small thing. For well, a dollar. Yeah, you get the little cup. Yeah. Yeah, but if you want the big old helmet, you're going to probably spend You want spend the Sunday? On. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to spend you're, some money. You're going to drop but 15, I 20 bucks. I mean, when they were at the old ballpark, you know, my son couldn't visit, we would go, right? We'd mm-hmm. go. And I had the bright idea of let's just get by the third baseline. Well, I didn't realize it was an afternoon game. And guess what's shining on you? Yeah, right there the in the sunshine. Sun. So we decided to get ice cream in the, you know, so he could take home the, the souvenir. Oh, yeah. Not a good idea, people. Got it everywhere? Uh, no, I turned green. Like, it was so hot, I was sweating. Like, I just wanted to puke, to be honest with you. Um, but you can also get banana pudding this year. Yes. How about that? No, thank you. Oh, I'm I'm all over it. I'll take some banana pudding. No, Aaron agrees with me. He's shaking his head over there. Oh, no, I think you're a communist. Who didn't like banana pudding? <laughs> I like banana pudding. I don't like bananas. I mean, I'll eat it. I know. have a banana every day. I know you do. You, I, I can see them in the trash can. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I'm just not a big banana. I, I, maybe it's the texture, but I'm really not going to be a banana pudding fan I at a baseball game. Banana pudding. Anywhere, anytime, banana pudding is, is okay with me. Yeah. Do you know they have now at the ballpark a Bahama Bucks? Yes, they do. Yeah. They even 7 Eleven, get this, will even be there with Slurpees if you want a Slurpee. I yes. like Slurpees. And that would... Also, I saw last week. And you may have it in your notes. I don't mean to interrupt. No, that's okay. Contribute. <laughs> they're they are putting a Whataburger inside. Yes, Globe they are. Life. Now that if yeah, that's where you're gonna find Scott. I can tell you that if we go. <laughs> He's gonna be at the Whataburger stand. They also have all kinds of stuff for like if you're vegan or if you're mm-hmm. watching your diet. Um it's all over the park. You can find stuff like that. Um, but it just goes to show you that when baseball first came out, you know. Back whenever, how many years ago that was? Long time ago. Long time ago. It was probably just like popcorn and soda, right? Or Hot dog. And hot dog, and that yeah, was it. Babe so, Ruth used to sit in the dugout and eat a hot dog in between innings. He used to do a lot of things in the dugout. Yeah. So they even have, uh, you know, I always like sunflower seeds. You know, you see sunflower mm-hmm. seeds at baseball. Um, and they have all kinds of different flavors, too, now. Don't need all that. Just give me a regular package. Mm -hmm. I don't need barbecue. I I do like the dill pickle ones. I know that sounds gross, but I do like them. Oh. I mean, watching my son grow up playing baseball, uh, you know, you know, he played with Aaron Judge. Mm -hmm. So we, it was my job to bring the seeds. It's not a bad job. And they wanted the ranch flavored. Oh, no. And the regular flavor. No, not doing that. I don't either. I know it's just not my thing. But, anyways, but that is a little kind of. They also, yes, and they also, if you so desire, they have continued the all-you-can-eat area. You can sit in a area, section 27 through 33, and it's all-you-can-eat. Popcorn, soft drinks, hot dogs, nachos, and more. I know, but what's the the price point on that? I mean, what's the ticket price for that? Uh, I don't know. It's probably like $20-something a person, but me personally, that would be a waste of money because I'll have, I usually have... One hot, maybe two hot dogs a year, Fourth of July, and a baseball game. Right. That's it. So, I mean, if you're going to do all you can eat, there's no way I can eat all that stuff. No way. Hmm. Absolutely not. But that just gives you. I've never sat in those seats before, even at the um, 
the old stadium. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know families that have gone and sat there and got their money's worth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have a family of four and you got teenagers in your house, yeah, they'll they'll yeah, eat. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll eat you out of house and home. So I can only imagine what they'll do at a ball, at a ballpark. But yeah, yeah. So that just gives you a little preview of what you can look forward to. But if you really want to go to opening day, which I think would be great to go, Ward, I think we should take a road trip. I think um, we should too. Yeah, you could do maybe do the show from there or something. I don't know, but get your tickets now. And the only place I could find tickets that are still available was on uh, SeatGeek. How about so, that? All right. There you go. Didn't take long for the world champions to sell out their opening day, did it? Not at all. So. All right. Thank all right. You. That's Thank all you, you got. That's all I got today. That's all you got? That's all I got. I doubt that. I'm going to go eat some strawberries. <laughs> strawberries? National Strawberry Day. Go get me some chips. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Press Bye. Box continues right after this. This is ESPN Central Texas. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. It's time now for The Naked Truck. The ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity. Presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, Chuck has a heart-to-heart with Bubba. Hey, Chuck, you said you needed to talk to me? Remember when we said we'd never be afraid to tell each other anything? Yeah, we was pretty turnt, but I remember. Well, I need to come out and tell you this. Listen, you don't need to come out. You know I'm with Becky. Wait, what? No, this is about you. Me? Yes, Bubba. You're squatting and swaying. Me? When you pull your trailer, yes, you. But I got an HD truck. It don't matter. You still need a weight distribution hitch. I thought... I had it handled. It's not safe to pull that much weight without a distribution hitch. You're a good friend. Now get over to Pickup Outfitters and get fixed up. I will. Will Bubba gain control of his trailer? Will Chuck reveal his true feelings for Bubba? Wait, what? No. Tune in again for the continuing saga of The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available, and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657, and at precisiondoorcentraltx.com. Ask about their financing options. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. 
I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So, for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. is right around the corner and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for years there's finance options to fit any budget that's any budget contact universal windows direct of central texas for a free home as Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm watch Stretch Smith and Aaron Sexton along with you here on this Big Tuesday as we have Baylor women's basketball coming up at 4.30 this afternoon with your pregame show, and 5 o'clock for the tip. We'll have all the action for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor last night stretch, get the win over TCU. You mentioned it earlier in the show that not a very uh, entertaining first half, and Baylor didn't really play that well in the first half, but you got to admire the way they came out of the locker room and, and played in that second half. And that's been a couple of games in a row where the first half hasn't been all that kind to the Baylor Bears. Well, they, and we talked about it yesterday too, Ward. I felt like they were a, you know, they were going to be a tired basketball team. When you have to exert the energy that you had to exert in the second half versus uh, maybe the best team in the country, to get them to overtime, you knew they were going to be, you know, they were going to be a, you know, a tired team. And I think, uh, you know, Scott Drew knew that as well. I mean, they, they had a shoot around before and I, you know, I think he was somewhat just, you know, concerned about his team in that first half. And it really was, it was an ugly half of basketball. I, I thought that, uh, both teams, both, both teams looked, uh, looked beat and 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 that happens this time of year i mean you get to playing especially in the best conference in the country and you're playing the minute you're playing you're having to sustain the intensity on both ends of the floor you're going to be you're going to wear yourself out so uh i I thought baylor went at halftime made some adjustments 
and, and come out with an eight-point win. But I, I never felt like the game was that close. I never felt like watching the second half. It was 14-16. You know, it ended at eight. But it, it was never that close a basketball game. Bears get the win, and that's what they need to do to get back on the left side of that column. And then you see Kansas State going to overtime with West Virginia and winning that finally, 94-90. to And, Aaron, am I mistaken? Is Jerome Tang still undefeated in overtime games? That is correct. How about that? And I'll have to look and see what it's up to now. But, I mean, it's it's, well, it's past double digits. Yeah, it that. is past double digits, I think. You're right. How impressive I is that? Be proud of, I don't know that I'd be proud of that overtime win last night. They were up 25. I mean, the fact that they let, let, let West Virginia get them into overtime, I'm not real sure something that he'd want to hang his hat on. Well, winning overtime games and being undefeated as a head coach, is I that, that's impressive. I don't know how you can continue to do that. And I don't know if that you want to go to overtime with with the uh, cats right now is <laughs> the way that they roll in, in an overtime situation. Houston tonight, uh, first time that they'll hit the hardwood with that number one ranking. They'll host Cincinnati tonight at 6 o'clock. BYU at Kansas taking on number seven at 7 o'clock. And the 8 o'clock game, Texas in Lubbock taking on the Red Raiders and three good Big 12 games coming up tonight. And Texas needs a win. I mean, I, I'm gonna, you're right about I'm gonna that. Tell you, uh, of the three teams, we 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 knew we knew that uh, Texas has still got Oak State and OU at home, but but I tell you what, they they need a signature win on the road. And I'm not their two remaining road games are in Lubbock and then obviously here in Waco. So I, I'm going to say that they they if they're going to get that road win, kind of that. Kind of that signature stamp going into the going into the Big Twelve tournament. They they better try to win tonight in Lubbock. I, I think it's imperative that they they win tonight in Lubbock. I mean, there's more on them than there are the Red Raiders right now because if they lose tonight and then they turn around and lose to Baylor in their last venture on the road. Of course, they've got a couple at home, but still, if they lose both of these. They may be on the outside looking in, Stretch. Well, they might, but I, I'm still saying if they take care of their home court, which they, that, this is the one team that has not done a great job at home, they've got to beat Oak State and Oklahoma at home, I think, to, to get in the tournament. And they certainly could wrap it up if they can if they can win in Lubbock or in Waco. But the way the Bears are playing now, I, I don't see Texas coming in here and winning this basketball game. No, I don't either. I really don't. And we talked the other day about the fact that it it may be lights out for your coach. Terry may be on the outside uh, looking in as well because I, I don't know. Although, maybe he's not because of the fact that they're taking their ball and they're going to the SEC, which is a much easier conference. Maybe he gets a pass just because of that. Well, maybe he gets a pass because they signed Steve Starkeesian to a ten million dollar contract. <laughs> they may not. They might have that we extra don't have money, money to, to pay go. him off. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right. That may have been. He may have just been going, sitting in his office, going, Whew. "Thanks, thanks, Stark. Appreciate that." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you signed that agreement. It gets me an extra year here. But hey, <laughs> he is not. I mean, he certainly hadn't done the job that Chris Beard did. You know, getting that thing turned around and. Uh, yeah, they play in a tough conference, and you know we we, we it, it's easy to criticize, but uh, 
he he needs he needs one or two good signature wins, and uh, we'll we'll see if they can get that tonight out in Lubbock. And tonight, women's basketball. We've been telling you about number twenty-one Baylor taking on Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Four thirty pregame, five o'clock tip uh, coming up for the Baylor women. And this is a a big road game for the Baylor women coming up tonight. Big big game, and and you know. I, Ward, when you think, and I was going to ask this question, in your mind, is the Big 12 women, is that tournament as much, does it have as much to do with the seeding going into their tournament as the men's Big 12 does? I don't know that. No, I don't think so. I think it's just like the men's. I mean, you're if you're set, you're set, and maybe you can – get you a couple of wins in the Big 12 tournament, and it may change your seating a little bit if you are, are sitting, you know, in the sixth or seventh spot, and you may get to a fifth, maybe a fourth, depending on if you come through that tournament uh, and and win the thing. And if that's the case, then then it's okay. I Again, I don't care if it's the men. I don't care if it's the women. I don't like a conference tournament. I think they're useless. You don't need them, and get rid of them. Get get rid of the combine. Get rid of the, get rid of the basketball tournaments. Hell, I, <laughs> I you're you're you're, you're just, being uh, you're just, being ornery and hard to deal with right now, Ward. It's just more games than you don't need to play. You need to get ready for the one that counts. It doesn't. I, I get it. You get a trophy for your trophy case. But if it's my team and my, I'm already locked in to a seed, a one, two, three seed, whatever it may be. I I I don't care if I go in and maybe get beat that first game so I can sit back, relax, get my legs underneath me, and get ready to play the tournament that counts and make a run at a national championship. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that I think there are some teams that that are right there on that cusp. I mean, I, let's just be honest. Kansas State, Texas, I mean, those teams – Need a showing in 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 the Big Twelve tournament, and I'm and and I'm sure that even though it's been a long season and it's been a grinding season, uh, neither one of those teams is playing their best basketball right now. So they're going to look to try to get themselves to where they are, you know, to, to to where they feel good about that sweet spot and good about catapulting themselves into the tournament. I yeah, I, I get that. There's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just I don't know. I to me, it's you know, made for television, money deal. I get it. I understand it. And yes, you're 100 percent right. There are teams that would never make the dance unless they go in and upset everybody and win their conference tournament, and then they get into the, to the big dance. I, I get that, and that's that's okay. I'm just I'm I'm for hey, let's just get to the big dance. The one that counts. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and I agree. But it, it really is. It's all about you know putting yourself and your team in position to be playing the best when that when that opportunity arises. So I, that's what coaching's about. That's what managing the the whole process is. You know, getting their legs under them, understanding how to get your team to where they're uh, playing their best basketball going in going into the tournament. Yeah, and you know what? It may help the Big 12 better than any other conference to have the opportunity to go win a conference tournament and then get in because you're coming out of the best conference there is. And 
you probably got a shot at no matter who you're matched up against. Yeah, and whoever, if you're when you start filling out your brackets and you know people are, are going to be doing that, they're you're, you you got to you got to give all of the Big Twelve teams uber opportunity to 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 be successful, especially. I mean, let's say you had a team like uh, Kansas State go up against, say, a, a, a McNeese State who's only lost three games. I mean, even though they've only lost three games, stepping in to play a, a, a bottom-tiered team that made it into the tournament out of the Big 12, you certainly don't want that draw your first round if you're McNeese State. No, you do not. Coming up next, Coach Marcus Willis from the La Vega Lady Pirates. They're heading to San Antonio for the state championship. Back-to-back chances at a state championship. We'll have those games for you over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. He'll join us in the press box next. Baylor, Big 12 women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women stay on the road to play Cincinnati on Tuesday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's always one of the biggest sales of the year, and it's on right now. The huge trade-in day sales event at the new Volkswagen of Waco. Trade in and trade up while we've got bigger selection and better prices. Great deals on used cars like BMWs and Mazdas, Chevys, Kias, Nissans, Ford Broncos, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. Hey, it's trade-in days at Volkswagen of Waco at VolkswagenofWaco.com. It's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. Steve Maya, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Maya have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Maya at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Don't miss the all-new Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Hundreds of tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, BeltonGunShow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers, ESPN, Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is right around the corner and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. There's finance options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas here on this terrific Tuesday. Maybe a Taco Tuesday if you so desire. You could do that as well. Joining us now is head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates, Marcus Willis, as uh, they head back to San Antonio to defend their state championship. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks for your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ward. Always good to hear from you and always good to be here. So thank you. Appreciate you having me. You bet. We'll have those games for you on our sister station, Fox Sports Radio, starting at 1 o'clock on Friday with the pregame show. And it should be a whole lot of fun as they take on Dallas Lincoln. But let's go back to the region tournament, Coach. And you got to take on two familiar teams at the region tournament, and you get both of them uh, with a win on Friday and Saturday, you beat Harden-Jefferson 64-61, hard-fought ball game, and then you were able to pull away from Madisonville on Saturday. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, definitely kind of what exactly what we expected. You know, like uh, I think we talked before, anytime you see Harden-Jefferson and La Vega match up, it's always, you know, two, four, eight powerhouses colliding. Uh, so I wouldn't want it any other way, but, you know, a dog fight to the end. And, you know, Madisonville did a great job, you know, representing – uh, in the regional tournament as well, too. I just think we did a great job of preparing uh, for Madisonville. We uh, did a great pregame of, of really just getting our mental focus ready. And like once we got going, I think we never looked back. Coach, you, you had the opportunity to take on Madisonville and, and get that win and really good in the tournament overall. But KP Parr, one of your leaders, was able to come away at the MVP of the region tournament. But when you look at it, there's probably three or four of your players that could be named that MVP as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like this team thrives off just really just, you know, our togetherness and our commitment to each other. Um, and that takes nothing away from KP because no. he deserved every, everything she, she's getting. And she definitely deserved to be back to back region or, you know, region three, four, a MVP. Um, you know, she's a phenomenal kid, you know, especially hard in Jefferson. She put us on our back you know, with 29 points. And, and, and she told me, she said, we're not going out. You know, we're not going home. And, and I told her to put us on the back. You know, Mimi and Lay wasn't shooting well. 
Um, and so, and that was a, still a good thing for us to still score 64 points with, you know, our dominant shooters not being able to perform. But big, big, big ups to Samaria as well too for hitting really, really like two clutch tray balls in that game to really kind of solidify the win as well too. Um, and I think Angela, you know, Carol, I think 14 points, 18 rebounds. So just a phenomenal, you know, just a phenomenal showcase. I think all across the board from a lot of a lot of kids. So. Um, and then you look at Sydney and and you know kind of performing at a high level, uh, you know, in the regional in the, in the regional final against Madisonville. So, you know, collectively, you know, you got a lot of girls you can pick on, and I think that's what makes this team so different and dominant. Is you never know who you're going to show up tonight. Um, so you got to pick your poison on who you're trying to stop because somebody else is going to probably step up and step up and, and take care of business as well too. Coach Marcus Willis with us here in the Prince Box, head coach of the Louisiana Lady Pirates, heading back to San Antonio for an opportunity to defend their state championship coming up on Friday and Saturday. And Coach, how much you mentioned Mimi just a few minutes ago, and she made four big three-pointers, long three-pointers against Madisonville. How much does that ignite the rest of your team when somebody gets hot like that? Uh, we thrive on it, you know, especially, you know, it's, you know, you know, with, you know, not being biased at all, because I think everybody knows that that's my daughter, but there's no doubt, you know, she's one of the best, best shooters in the state, probably arguing now one of the best shooters in the country. Um, so we're happy to have her on our side. So when she lets it go, I think everybody's expecting for it to go in. So, um, you know, we allow her to have the green light, you know, it is what it is on that situation and she deserves that. Um, so, you know, didn't get a chance to shoot well on, uh, on Friday, uh, because this is a kid that's also been closely face guarded like every game, mm-hmm. and so and even and even though she's face guarded, she's still able to get off, you know, and and still be able to score and do some things. So you know, it's about four or five shots of rim in and out against Harden Jefferson. So they were dead on, just didn't go in. And we already we already knew. We said she's going to have one of those games on, on on Saturday, and best believe she did exactly that. So seeing that fool, hearing that boom, just ignites fire for us, and we just keep exploding. When you look at the opportunity coming up on Friday against Dallas Lincoln, and this is a team that has played pretty well this season, a record of 30-3, and three, but they haven't played the La Vega Lady Pirates in that defense yet. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. You know, I, you know, our defense is, is something to uh, – you know, to really, it's it's an enjoyed thing to watch. It's an enjoyed thing to coach. You know, you know, and hats off to Dallas Lincoln for having a phenomenal season. They deserve to be where they are. You know, so for you to be in San Antonio right now, you got to be doing something well. And uh, they play like us. You know, what I mean, it, they they mimic you know the La Vega girls basketball. So it's our job just to make sure we stay within our culture, stay within our La Vega girls basketball, and we definitely got to be a better, uh, be a better, the better team on Friday. One thing that they do, they do play good defense, only 997 points given up this season. How important is it that you get some early buckets in this one, that transition basketball that you like to get done? How important is it to do that and kind of put the pressure on them? I think it's very important, you know, playing in San Antonio, playing in, you know, in, in the Alamo Dome, you know, with that goal, just sitting out on the island, you know, sometimes shooting those outside shots could get very difficult. So it's very easy for us to, you know, you know, throw them up, but we need to be able to get the ball inside. We need to be able to score in transition, get some buckets early, you know, jump out on them and, and, and get them chasing us. You know, it's hard to chase us, you know, when we're, when we're, when we're, when we're going, you know, it, it puts it puts people it puts teams in a bad situation. So um, that's definitely our expectation. That's definitely the game plan. Coach Marcus Willis is with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas, head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates. And and coach, speaking to that atmosphere in San Antonio, and the basket does look like it's on an island. And I know you've been there before, 
But each time you step in there, I don't care if you played Friday and then you turn around and play again on Saturday. How hard is that atmosphere just to say, hey, just calm down, breathe. It's the same court. It's just a bigger room. Yeah, well, you know, last year everything was new to us, you know, as far as, you know, you know, being our first time, you know, in the, in the state appearance as far as me and, you know, in this respective team, uh, not La Vega. But, you know, so, you know, it was a lot of, lot of new things to us, but we're just – we find ways to win – um, and we just do a great job of kind of just putting ourselves in the environment and soaking it all in and not, and not playing above it, you know, not playing beneath it, just staying into the moment. And so that's exactly the reason why we kind of, you know, make the schedule like we did this year. We try to throw everything at us. You know, even we couldn't do an Alamodome, Alamodome look, but, you know, the opponents just got us ready for, for San Antonio. So now going in the second time, a lot of that is now not new to us. You know, now it's our job to play. You know, it's like, and we've set ourselves, every tournament we went to was, you know, an overnight trip. It was kind of like a, you know, a regional tournament or state tournament feel. So going to San Antonio this time, don't get me wrong, it's a blessing. It's an amazing accomplishment. But now you're looking at, like, it's just another tournament that we must take care of. What do you have to do to get to that championship game and take care of Dallas Lincoln? Uh, most importantly, um, relax and have fun and, and you know, and, and, just, and, and embrace the moment and play present. Uh, play together, play fast, and play in control. And most importantly, have energy, effort, hard, and hustle. Hashtag EEHH. And um, just leave no doubt that we're, you know, we're claiming to be the best team in 4 and our job is to win two more games and be the last one standing on March 2nd. Coach Marcus Willis, head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates, playing in the state semifinal, 1.30 tip-off and a 1 o'clock pregame over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Hey, Coach, certainly do appreciate the time. I know you're busy trying to get everything ready and all lined up, but thanks for spending some time with us here on the Press Box, and have a safe trip, and I'll see you in San Antonio. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. And again, we'll see you in San Antonio. Make sure you have those mints for me. I got you covered, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. There he goes. Head Coach Marcus Willis, head coach of the Vega Lady Pirates, taking on Dallas Lincoln coming up on Friday, a 1 o'clock pregame, one thirty tip, and a chance to go back-to-back at a state championship. And that doesn't happen very often uh, at this level. And, Congratulations to them. Should be a whole lot of fun coming up in San Antonio Friday night. Tough to do at any level, award at any sport. You win like that, and you know everybody's gunning for you the following year. We talked about it with the Rangers earlier and Jeff Wilson and everybody gunning for the Rangers this year. You know that when you are the champion, you're going to get the best of whoever you're playing night in and night out. So it is it is difficult to repeat, and, and certainly uh, when you have the kind of year that they have had, you you got to wish them nothing but the best going down there and, 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 and getting that opportunity to play for two in a row. Should be fun. Should be fun. And, boy, they, they play hard, and they play fast. They get up and down the court, and they don't waste any time. And transition game is a big part of the Lady Pirates game, and, they do it very, very well. We'll take the break. We'll come back, talk a little football. That's coming up next on the Press Box. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from track and field head coach Michael Ford and basketball head coach Scott Drew. 
The Baylor Coaches Show, this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. It's with John Morris, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive through on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. Savings off stock number 141, Restrictions apply. See dealer details. It's Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale. Work hard and play hard in a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Sierra is the truck for those who demand the best. During Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale, save 10000 on a 2024 GMC Sierra. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing for 72 months and no payments for 90 days on select Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get big anniversary savings on your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. A save-to-win account is the smartest way to save. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union, and over $17,000 has gone to local First Central winners. Open yours today with only $25. Start saving and know that every $25 deposit is another chance to win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Go online at firstcentralcu.com for official rules. Everything we do, we do for you. Subject to membership eligibility, member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, Chuck has a heart-to-heart with Bubba. Hey, Chuck, you said you needed to talk to me? Remember when we said we'd never be afraid to tell each other anything? Yeah, we was pretty turnt, but I remember. Well, I need to come out and tell you this. Listen, you don't need to come out. You know I'm with Becky. Wait, what? No, this is about you. Me? Yes, Bubba, you're squatting and swaying. Me? When you pull your trailer, yes, you. But I got an HD truck. It don't matter. You still need a weight distribution hitch. I thought I had it handled. It's not safe to pull that much weight without a distribution hitch. You're a good friend. Now get over to Pickup Outfitters and get fixed up. I will. Will Bubba gain control of his trailer? Will Chuck reveal his true feelings for Bubba? Wait, what? No. Tune in again for the continuing saga of The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters of Waco. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. 
And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Here on this Taco Tuesday. That's what I'm going to go for. <laughs> just works, Taco you know? Tuesday. Yeah. Why not? It sounds good, too, doesn't it? It kind of does. That, <laughs> I'm ready. And that sound good. You've been talking about potato chips. I know. You know, we've been talking about, you know, what a what, what a – what a chip tastes like with different flavors on it. Nothing like sticking that ch- chip in that picante. That's that's the best part of well, it. Well, so, there you yeah. go. I like that. That's a good idea. That's a really, that's t- really good idea. <laughs> that's the Texas in you. That's the Texas in you. Nothing like nothing like tacos. I, I, I saw Stephen Jones came out and spoke today at the Combine Ward. Did you, uh, you, did you happen to see or read any of his comments? I thought it was interesting. He came out and said that uh, – they were not going to give any updates on uh, the progress of what they were going to do with Dak Prescott. I, that's kind of a different posture in my mind. I mean, what what do you read into that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it's very interesting because you think that it would be some of the timing would have been done by now. I mean, because all you heard coming in before this really is, okay, they're going to have to – redo Dak's contract to clear some salary cap and get things fixed so we can go do what we need to do to stay under the salary cap. And now we're hearing, well, timing is not that big a deal. Details, that's not that big a deal. To me, I think that that's that's the first thing you've got to do is figure out, is it a big deal? Can they go into the season and let him play out his final year of his contract and just move on down the road. I that's what I would do if I was them. But I don't know well, financially. I, it, I don't know financially they can. Well, but I, I think it depends on how the discussions go. I, I do I do think with the with the upping of the salary cap thirty million dollars. You know what I I believe they can now. It's not going to give them any room to sign any other free agents. That means you know in a situation where you know. Stephon Gilmore came in here, did a great job for you at corner. You're not going to have any money to sign him back, which means that's going to press the younger guys into service. Well, you got the, you got those younger guys doing it this year. You got Bland. You got Diggs coming back off the injury. Those guys are going to have to play. So I, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of cheering this on a little bit because I like the fact that they're not just saying, "Hey, we have to." They're 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 gonna they're gonna play ball here and say, hey, we're gonna keep it out of the media eye. We're not gonna let people know where the discussions are going. We're not gonna give you an update on where we're at with Dak's contract. I, I don't have any problem with that at all. I I, I like that Stephen came out and gave uh you know he did give updates on Demarvi and Overshone. He gave up to updates on Diggs, their injuries, said they're moving along at, at, at the correct pace and will be ready for training camp. And I like that he came out and said, hey, we're noncommittal on what we're going to do with Leighton Vander Esch. I think Leighton Vander Esch, anytime you start dealing with the neck issue and, and anytime you start dealing with how sensitive that particular part of the body is, you, 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 you cannot commit to signing him to a long-term deal. And maybe, you know, he's one of those guys that is just not going to be back. So they're going to have to address that particular issue being the linebacker position through the draft. 
I don't. I tell you what, I don't want to see Ward. I don't want to see the Cowboys go in and start saying they got to draft another offensive lineman. I'm kind of. I'm kind of over that right now. They they've got enough depth at offensive line to be able to get that done. Uh, see if they can get Tyron Smith to take you know between six and eight million dollars. And if they can do that, he'll provide them some depth there. Uh, that they'll be able to maybe move and shuffle some guys around if he doesn't, if, if they need to move his, his counterpart, the other Smith out the tackle, I think they can do that. So I, right now, I, I like the posture that Stephen Jones came out and gave today at, uh, at the Combine, and we'll see where they go uh, through this draft and, again, how these guys work out and what they uh, – through their pro days – who do they, you know, who do they really like as they start to develop their draft board? Who do they feel good about and, and see the direction? But Stephen Jones, to me, today said a lot without really saying a whole lot, and that is, guess what? It's not a done deal that we're going to have to sign Dak Prescott to a long-term contract. Well, Prescott coming off his best season, uh, which led the NFL – uh, in passing touchdowns, 36, was named second team All-Pro. Uh, he threw for a ton of yardage. I mean, it, it, does that induce you to say, okay, we got to sign this guy. We don't, have, we don't really have a choice. Is it really on him or is it on his supporting cast? Well, I mean, I, I think that's what they're probably looking at. I like that Mike McCarthy's not at the combine. Maybe he's maybe that maybe he's with the offensive staff and they're doing just that. They're doing that film study. They're trying to figure out: is this really the direction that we're going to put all of our eggs? Is in is in the uh, you know in the basket of knowing we're going to have to sign. Dak Prescott to a long-term deal. He did have a good year. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from him. But ultimately, this franchise is measured on championships, and 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 he hadn't gotten it done there. So I don't know how you can justify going in and paying him, uh, you know, the kind of money that probably he's going to demand. We've said this multiple times on this show. I don't have a problem with him playing out, playing on a one-year deal, and doing the same thing. You know what? You believe so much in yourself, go go, go play and bet on yourself. Mike McCarthy, you believe so much in yourself, go coach and coach on your ability. So kind of tie them up together. They, they changed offenses from what was a named protection and numbered uh, route offense to a you know, West Coast scheme. They wanted to give it kind of the Texas Coast mentality, and and Dak seemed to thrive with that early in the season. He likes those underneath dink and dunk throws that the West Coast system gives you, and I think he's, I think that's where his strengths are, is kind of those shorter to intermediate throws. I'm not sure how good he is at really pressing the ball down the field, driving the ball in comeback windows, being able to drive the ball in deep dig windows. So, um, you know, I, I, I really don't have a problem with the posture right now, and I like what Stephen Jones what would we say? He didn't say it, but he said it. <laughs> yeah. We're not telling you where we're at. You said something interesting, that this franchise is measured on championships. Is it? Is it anymore, really? It's been 30 years. No, I, I, I was here. I, I, I know exactly how long it is. And, yeah, I, I, I think when you, when you think about the Dallas Cowboys, you do think about 
you know, the, the Super Bowls. You do think about the Roger Staubachs, the Troy Aikmans, the Emmitt Smiths, the uh, Michael Irvins. You, those are the guys that come to the forefront of your lobe. So it's been a long time, and uh, I, I believe that ultimately at the end of the day, Jerry Jones is going to be, for all the great things he did for the NFL, the TV contract, new stadium, Jerry World, all the things that he's done from a marketing standpoint, all the ways that he values the star, the power of the star. Yes, it it is about championships. And, Padna, it's been a long time since they've had one. And so, you know, I'm sure they've got one of those – one of those bottles of Johnny Walker that's about 30 years old that will only get better if they can win one here in the next two years. I, I, I just I don't know how you could measure what they've done in the past 32, 30 years, 32 years, whatever it's been as a championship franchise. Yes, they were, and they still one of the best franchises that's ever played the game. And, oh, by the way, it just came out that the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise of any sport in the whole world. And again, that's because of their owner, Jerry Jones, is a great businessman. How he's marketed, how he's marketed this team, how this team is marketing, the spotlight that's put on this team. Absolutely. That that doesn't surprise me. Now, I would have said 25, 30 years ago, I would have said it would have been it would have been the Yankees or it would have been uh, one of the soccer teams, I guess. But the fact that he has taken this franchise and the franchise that he uh, – make no mistake about it, he put everything he had into the 100 – I think it, he bought the team for $150 million. He put it all he, – he leveraged every single thing he had to get this franchise and to think that he's made it the, the most valuable franchise in sports – that tells you all you need to know about him from a standpoint of a guy to work for, having worked in that building for nine years. He's a great guy to work for. Um, he's an upstanding, um, you know, very giving individual, and he wants nothing more than for his franchise to win. Unfortunately, it, it's about what's – what what's between the lines and they just haven't they just haven't gotten it done and it starts with what we what we started this segment with the quarterback he had we, we and, and i've argued this almost at nauseum yes he, he he has done a good job in the regular season he's won games he is a good functioning nfl quarterback but when all the chips are down when you got to go make a play when you have to make a throw, and it always is its a critical situation, that's what separates a very average guy from a Hall of Famer, the guy that can, that can do it when the chips are down, when everything is – it's all in. you got to make this throw. you got to put that ball in that window. you got to read this coverage and know that this ball has to go there. I don't give a damn what the weather is. I don't care if it's 35 and raining. I don't care if it's 95 and, 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 and hot. I, could, I, I don't give a rip. you got to be able to know that you can be the guy to, to do that. And when you do that, obviously then I'm all for paying that. 
individual. I'm not for paying him when he has shown you over and over he can't win the big game. So, uh, and, and it doesn't mean that I don't like Dak Prescott. It's not a personal thing. I'm not sure that he has what it takes to get you to the Super Bowl. I like Tony Romo. I don't know that Tony Romo was what it really took to get you to the Super Bowl, and that's well, what everybody's looking at right now. Let me ask you this. Isn't Tony Romo and Dak Prescott one and the same? I mean, you, we, could certainly, we could certainly say that. We could put their numbers up there in the, in the, uh, in the regular season, and I'm sure make that comparison. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with you. What I, what I will tell you is, is that's what makes all of this when you start thinking about evaluating these guys now. When you start thinking about evaluating Jaden Daniels, uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, are they, and that's what you're having to project, are they the guy who can take your franchise and, and, and put it on their shoulders and take you to the next level? Are, are, are those guys the guy? And I, that's, that's what makes it so intriguing to me. That's what I've always been enamored with is understanding how to, t- how to make that step. But certainly you could say that both uh, Tony Romo and Dak Prescott k- kind of one in the same. Great job during the regular season. When the chips are down, you're not real sure what you're going to get. Well, and the Vikings are kind of in the same situation with Kirk Cousins. I mean, I think Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are interchangeable. I mean, I, 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 they might be from from a wins loss standpoint. I mean, Dak, Dak, Dak is a more uh, a physical guy, where Kirk Cousins is a more, you know, I, I think it's probably a little mentally sharper. I, I, I've always liked Kirk Cousins. I, I like him as an individual, and I, and I like him as a player. He hasn't been on. I don't believe he's been on as many good football teams as Dak has. So I, I, I'm not willing to say that he could he he could not uh, take the team to where you where you really think it separates um, a, a good player from a great player. But you know, Kirk Cousins wants he wants the uh, guaranteed dollar in the same way that Dak does, and I and I don't blame him. You you know this game is so physical, and it it requires a week in week out. Uh, ability for your body to recover, and that's what made Tom Brady so great. I mean, and the, and the job he did and how he did it for the time that he did it. When you look at the Cowboys situation and with Dak, and I'm okay with playing uh, through the year on the last year of his contract, but don't they don't they have to address the CeeDee Lamb situation and get that done? Well, I mean, CeeDee's got – he's got two more years. Yeah, you, you don't want to you, – you, you want to get value for your – for your dollar, you 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 want to you want to address uh, Micah. He he he's got one more year, but you also don't want to pigeonhole yourself into saying we have to do it right now. Therefore, we have to restructure the quarterback. I think that's I think that's when you get in trouble and you start making mistakes. Same way they did with with Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I think that put this franchise in a little bit of a two-year funk. And that not, that's not to say that Zeke wasn't a hell of a running back. I think Zeke is as good a pass-protecting running back even today as there is in the NFL. But you gave him that long-term deal before you had to, and, and then it put your rear end in a sling. And so we, we know what's happened since then. 
I agree, but for CD, he's scheduled to make $17 million on a fifth-year option and will become an unrestricted free agent in 2025. I, I just think you've got to get him done. And I don't, I don't know that you overpay him, but you get a, a comfortable situation for him. He's got to be on this lineup. I don't care who your quarterback is. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. C.D. Lamb is one of the top five receivers in the NFL. You got him on your team. You need to lock him up. But I think as a whole, you got to look at the whole picture and you got to take the whole thing and say, okay, what is best for this football team? Which is, by the way, we got a head coach that's on a one year deal. And that's not going to change. It's not. And I'm, I'm telling you, it. It, it's on a one-year deal because they know exactly which direction this thing is going to go. I, I don't think McCarthy's the right guy to get it done. I mean, for goodness sakes, he had Aaron Rodgers for how many years in Green Bay, and he only made it to one Super Bowl with that cat? Yeah, I mean, so how do you – who do you – let me ask you this. Going into this season, if you were to move on from Mike McCarthy, who would you have targeted to be your head coach? That's a great question. I, I, don't, I don't know that I have the answer to that. I really yeah, don't. I, and I, 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 I don't either. I mean, I, I don't believe I would have wanted Bill Belichick in here. No. So I, I, I'm, they've already kind of had that experience when they had Bill Parcells. And Bill Parcells and Jerry couldn't get along because uh, Bill did not want uh, Terrell Owens. And Jerry wanted to bring Terrell Owens in here. And you, we know what happened there. So, uh, I mean – Bill Parcells got the team to the playoffs with Quincy Carter as a quarterback. I mean, think about that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Quincy Carter could – I mean, and I love Quincy as a, as a person, but, I mean, there were days when he couldn't throw it in the ocean standing on the beach. So, is you know, he, the, the thought that Parcells got this team in the playoffs, that just tells you those personalities didn't mix Parcells and Jerry. And so I don't think – Jerry would have have mixed with with uh, Bill Belichick, same guy, same coaching tree, handles things the same way. Hey, if if I'm going to be in charge of cooking the meal, I need to be the guy that's shopping for the groceries. We know we know what all that is. Jerry's not all about that, so I don't know that there would have been a head coach out there that you would have said, okay, we can point to him and know he's he's our Sean McVay. I mean, I'll ask you. I mean, you feel that way about, let's say, somebody like Lincoln Riley. I mean, would you turn your franchise over to Lincoln Riley? Not after I've seen what he's done in, at USC. Maybe if he was right. still at Oklahoma winning, I might I might think, well, this, this guy's still getting it done at a high level. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that they're like, – again, it, I, you could throw a dart at a board and I, I, it'd be just as good as me coming up with somebody because I don't know that there is anybody out there – that you look at the next up and coming young head coach. I mean, right, and, and say I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my franchise o- over to him. So that I think that's where Jerry was this year, in, in in saying, do I really want to make a change from Mike McCarthy? Won 12 games, we won the NFC East, and then we went out there and threw a stinker against Green Bay. You know, am I? It's the first year of a quarterback. In a different offense, having having moved on from Kellen Moore and, 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 and switching to the Mike McCarthy offense, we know Dak, the numbers that he put up this year. Do, do I need to disrupt this 
and do this all over again. And I, I think that's why Jerry decided to say, hey, I'm going to let him coach this out on a one-year deal, and I, I would have no problem with him telling the quarterback, you know what, you can play it out on a one-year deal, and we'll, we'll, we'll address this uh, next February. Maybe exactly what he has to try to do. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I really don't. And I've, you've heard me say that before. I, I don't know. You cannot, you cannot pigeonhole yourself into Dak Prescott for the next, I don't know, how long would that contract be, Stretch? Five, uh, five, six years? Yeah, five, five years. Yeah. Yeah. You, what, do you that, really want exactly, to do that? Oh, that's exactly what you'd be doing. I mean, that, that, that's – no, it's not what I'd want to do, but that's exactly – what you'd be doing, you would be you would be putting yourself in a position to say he's my quarterback for the next five years. So mm. uh, I, I'm I'm going to opt to say let's let him let's let him play uh, let him play out here. And yeah, it's going to be a hell of a salary cap hit. And yeah, we can't we can't give the extension to uh, Micah that we need. We can't give the extension to CD that we need. We not be we may not be able to sign this free agent. Uh, bring Gilmore back. I, there's a lot of little moving parts, but we're going to have to see here as this uh, trans, you know, as as the talks transpire with Dak, and we're not going to know. It, we, that's what's going to make for great sports radio. We'll be right here talking about it every day because every day is a great football day, even though it's a Taco Tuesday, and it's a great day to talk <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Coming up next, it's the J-Mo Show, followed by the Matt Mosley Show, and then at 4.30, pregame, Baylor women's basketball coming up tonight, 5 o'clock tip. It's all right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Stretch and Aaron, I'm Ward Lines. Until next time, so long, everybody. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Bears back home in Foster Pavilion Saturday hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. 11.30 for the countdown to tip-off. High noon tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of